This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, uh, from time to time I do this. It's been too many months because we haven't had sports. It's so great to have sports back. Baseball's playing. The NHL is in its postseason. The NBA starts theirs this week. And we got that little thing called the NFL right around the corner. Uh, For months we had none of it. But now that we do, towns are stamping themselves as major players again. And I like to drop in to those towns and get a prospect uh, insight to all of the prospects of all the teams in that town. And I thought Dallas was as good a place to start as any because they've got a Ranger team, which right now, believe it or not, would be in the expanded postseason. Uh, The Stars have some work to do down to one in their opening round of the playoffs. Mavs are going to have to contend with the Clippers. And even though they're not playing the Dallas Cowboys, one of the biggest stories in professional sports, basically 365 days a year. So to give us some Dallas insight, I bring in from 105.3 The Fan morning co-host, R.J. Choppy. R.J., Jody Mack here. How you doing, bud? Jody, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. Good. Uh, Come Monday morning with the Rangers playing above 500 ball and as a playoff team, the Stars in the playoffs, the Mavs getting the playoffs underway, and the Cowboys being the Cowboys, what will be the most talked about team on your radio show? Well, that's a good question. Um, you know, typically this time of year, it's it's a hundred percent Cowboys, right? They're in the middle of training camp. We're I don't say hundred percent, but we would lead with them for sure. Um, I, I think we will. I think we'll lead because the Cowboys opened up camp yesterday. Um, so I, I I think we'll lead with them on Monday, and then probably um, you know probably Rangers. You know, this is not a basketball town. Um, you know, the Mavericks TV ratings, even though they're in the bubble and the, and their season's winding down. You know, they're getting about, you know, 50 to 75% what the Rangers are. And uh, and that's just surprising considering the Rangers don't really have any superstar. The Mavericks have, you know, one of the kids, you know, Luka Doncic, who is, who is about to be a uh, an outright household name if he isn't already. So it's, uh, it's going to be Cowboys, though, for sure. Understood, because that's the way it's always been for 20 years. Yeah, uh, I've been right. having guys like you on, and it's Cowboys. No matter what time of year, pick a time, it is usually the Cowboys. But the Rangers did make a couple of World Series runs, and when they did, I think they right. cut into that Cowboy domination a little. They're not there yet. All right, so then we'll start with the Cowboys as well. Jerry right. Jones actually going to get people into his stadium this year? Is that going to happen? Well, he thinks he is, and uh, you know, obviously, all this stuff is is it's foolish to say, oh yeah, in the middle of September they'll be able to have fans because we don't know. This thing is this thing changes by the day, 
So, I mean, he's going to try to get fans. There's no doubt about that. And if Governor Abbott, uh, who is um, who's gung ho about having fans in in, in stadiums, uh, if he if he says it's okay, then he's going to do it. Uh, the, the 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 Texas Motor Speedway, where they had a NASCAR race a few weeks ago, they had about twenty thousand people there. Now, granted, that place holds about one hundred eighty to two hundred thousand, but they had twenty thousand people in there, and it looked empty because you know you're talking about ten percent of your crowd. But yeah, Jerry's going to try. He is absolutely going to try to get people in that stadium. Uh, but again, it's so fluid. I uh, don't know how deep your cowboy rooting goes, but I'm going to ask you to divorce yourself of it for just a second and give me an objective sports talk show host's opinion. Let's say the Cowboys can open their stadium. Let's say the governor says you can put upwards of 10% of your uh, amount of people in. So it'd be 10,000 people for 100,000 Jerry World Stadium. Um, whatever 10,000 people can generate as far as noise and home felt advantages, so be it. There are going to be certain stadiums. There are stadiums that have been already guaranteed. There's no way they're getting a fan in the stands mm-hmm. until 2021. To this point, Roger Goodell's stance has been, well, we don't have say over who can and can't go in, so we're just going to follow the lead of local governments and the like who make those calls and let the teams do what they can do accordingly. Is that fair? Is that right? Should teams, should some teams have the ability to let fans into the stands while others are being locked out? Oh, no, no, it's, it's not fair. Uh, we, we've talked about this on the show too. It, it's, it's totally not fair. Um, I, I guess, I guess it is what it is, but yeah, I mean, if you're looking at this objectively, and and I, and I hope most people can sit sit back and look at it objectively, and I know mo- I know some can't, but it's just not fair. I mean, there, there, you know, especially if it's the same division, if everybody in your division, you know, was was gonna if their state allowed um, fans that during the division games, maybe go ahead, but you know, the Cowboys are gonna be playing the Eagles and the Giants uh, and the Redskins, and and none of them none of them are gonna allow to be be allowed to have fans. I just don't think that's fair. Uh, so no, yeah, there's no way that you can sit there and say that, Hey, you know, the Cowboys, the Texans, they're going to have fans and maybe the, the Falcons and a couple of teams. That's, that's a big advantage. Again, we don't know what kind of crowd they're going to have. If it's 50%, I mean, that's a huge advantage. If it's 10%, I mean, how much noise is that really going to make? Um, so I don't know if it's going to be that big of a deal, but it's definitely not fair. All right. Did you watch the first episode of hard knocks? I did not. No, I have, I, I, I did not check that out. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, D-back, formerly of Jacksonville, traded to L.A., hasn't had his contract redone. On a Zoom media gathering, him in a controlled room on the Rams uh, campus, sat down with a bunch of reporters. Somebody asked him a question. He gave an answer. Somebody repeated the question, changing it slightly, gave the answer again. Then came the third follow-up, and he just got up and walked out of the room because he answered it the way he was going to answer it. They didn't like it about his contract and does he mm-hmm. need to have it before the season starts. He just walked out. And then they show you about 10 minutes later, they bring him back in again, and he gives a speech. Listen, if you don't like my answers, what can I tell you? They've advised me to come back in, but please don't ask that question again because I'm going to give you the same question. You guys might be facing that in Dallas with Dak Prescott because everyone wants to know, mm-hmm. Dak, no, you signed off on the uh, contract tender but are you cool with it? Will it be in the back of your mind? 
if he takes the I'm good, my agent will handle it, it's up to the front office route, how will that play in Dallas? Um, you know, th- th- this is not a this is not a hardcore media town, right? So it's not Philadelphia or New York or um, you know Boston. You know, if w- w- the media here will accept an answer, like you know, like some they'll they'll pressure every now and then, but they'll pressure more about um, you know, you know play calls uh, in a game, not not necessarily contracts. So I, I don't know that it's going to become a huge issue. We'll talk about it. Uh, but face to face on uh, in, in the press conference in the interview room, and I'm not in there, so I'm not going to kill him. I don't I don't go in those interview rooms all that much. But yeah, there's not a whole lot of confrontation that goes on. I don't think it's going to be a big deal, largely because you know from from what I've seen, most of the media thinks Dak's in the right that he should be getting the contract that he is uh, asking for, and then the Cowboys are, are the ones that are kind of screwing him around. So I don't think they're going to go at him. The fans will on social media on the talk shows. You know, it's he is still very polarizing here. There's still a lot of guys who thought he never should have taken the job from Tony Romo. A lot of people who thought they never should have given him a franchise that they should have cut him or trade him. There's a lot of people out there that are not on Dak Prescott's team uh, side, I should say, but not in the media. I don't think that's going to be a media issue. R.J. Choppy, 105.3 The Fan in Dallas, their morning show host, our guest here on CBS Sports Radio. I, if uh, Dak's okay, the talent's around him, the Cowboy offense should be good. They lost a couple of players on defense, and I thought their draft was more offensive-based than defensive-based. What would be? What would you point at to say the Cowboy defense can be better, and that's why they can compete with the Eagles for this division? You know, I don't know that the defense is necessarily going to be better because they, they've changed so much, right? Like they changed up their whole defensive scheme with their uh, they got they brought a new coach in, and now this year they are going from um, they are going they, they were more of a secondary dominated defense last year. This year they're going to, they're going to be more pass rush dominated. They're going to they're going to take chances. They're going to try to create turnovers, which is going to lead to giving them more big plays. I think they're going to get more turnovers created, and they're going to give up more points. They gave up twenty points last year. 20 points a game, that, that is pretty darn good to only give up 20 points a game and, and not make the playoffs. I mean, think of that. They gave up 20 points a game, they scored 27 a night, and they were 8-8. Eight and eight. That makes absolutely no sense. Uh, so I don't know how much better or worse the defense is going to be. I think the defense will be okay. Uh, you know, th- th- this team is going to go where the offense and the quarterback takes them, really. You mentioned earlier, uh, Dallas not necessarily a big basketball town. You've got one of the better owners in the entire league. Yeah. I happen to be a Cuban fan, and yeah, every once in a while he opens mouth and starts foots, gets a little big of himself. But but the way that he takes care of his players and his general belief about sports in the NBA, I think, is spot on. Can Doncic be that guy that can make Dallas a basketball town? Or if they get beat by the Clippers, will it be? Yeah, let's get right back to talking Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I mean, I, I think the expectations here, they're, they're ahead of where we thought they were going to be at this point. We didn't think they were going to be uh, an exciting team. We thought Luka was going to be good. We didn't realize he was going to take this step. You know, the, the, the issue with this is, is you know, they won the title in 2011, and then they really kind of just didn't ever, um, you know, capitalize on that momentum. You know, they, they went and they had a lockout year the following year. They didn't try to sign anybody. They were like, nah. 
we're not we're gonna you know we're gonna keep our powder dry. That was always the word they used. We're gonna keep the powder dry, be able to sign somebody big, and they never could. And, and you fail year after year in free agency, and the fans just kind of get complacent. And 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 you know when when Dirk left, he took a lot of fans with him. Luca's bringing those fans back, but it's not an overnight situation. And and you know it there's there's politics involved. I mean Mark Cuban. You know, this is this is a red state still, uh, and you know Mark Cuban is you know went after Trump in the election, and uh, and then there's a lot of people. We hear a lot of people every single day on the radio talking about, um, and they're just not watching the NBA right now, or MLB, or you know, any, really anything. Uh, so it, it, there's a lot of reasons as to why, but this has never been a great basketball town. Uh, Josh Hamilton said it wasn't a great baseball town. It's a much better baseball town than he's given it credit for. It's a better baseball town than we think. Fair enough. Um, if the Mavs get taken out by the Clippers in the first round, which the West is strong, the Mavs are a seven seed. I think they're a real good team, but I just right. don't think they can beat the Clippers. Is Rick Carlisle's job on the line down there yet? He's been there a long time, a lot of success, but uh, this will be a couple years running with no advancement in the postseason. Uh, how patient is Cuban with his coach? Oh, I think very. Um, and, and you know, Rick's got a you know, Rick's got. I don't want to say he's got a lifetime contract here, but you know, he brought them the only title they ever had, um, and, and and they love him. They really do. He's he's as much of a part of the organizational structure uh, as Mark and uh, and Donnie Nelson, uh, who's the president. So I, I just don't, I don't see even if they do have a first round exit, they're probably ahead of the curve. We all know it's because of Luca. It's not because of anything that anybody else is doing. I mean, Luca's just having such an amazing year. And, you know, they're not expected to really do anything. Now, if they go out there, they get embarrassed by 30 points a night and they get swept in four games. I still don't think it's going to happen. The conversation might creep up, but he I, he's not going anywhere. He'll he'll retire. He'll walk away when uh, when he's ready to or, or Luca decides, hey, I need somebody else. Because we all know that's how, that's how coaches are fired a lot of times, right? The star player wants somebody else in there. Well, they did win a championship back in 2010. That's now a decade ago, and they haven't won a playoff round since. That's a lot of patience with Rick Carlisle. All right, last (laughs) thing about the uh, Stars, down 2-1. Is the belief that their goaltending will be good? I know they're uh, one of the better defensive teams in the NHL, but we haven't necessarily seen that here in the series so far. What do the Stars have to do to turn that around? Well, they got to figure out their power play. I mean, they're one of the worst teams in the league in the power play, and and you know you get you get into these short series of playoffs. I mean, you you know any single penalty uh, that you have an opportunity to score on. I mean, you've got to maximize that. They just haven't done that, and that's the, that, that's a big bugaboo for them. I mean, you know they 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 score two goals in nine seconds in game one. Other than that, they didn't do a thing all night. They get on the power play in game two, and they're not really able to score right away. And uh, you know a couple of power plays, they just completely didn't do anything on them and 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 that's been their issue all year they're they're a good they're a talented team but they lost seven straight to end the regular season and then they barely showed up in the round robin i mean there's some there's some issues going on there but of course you know you lose your coach in montgomery in the middle of the season and you bring in rick bonus and he's just he's not cut out i mean he's not he wasn't brought in to be the head coach right they brought monty in to be the head coach and and bonus is you know shoved into a situation that that you know, he wasn't really expecting to be in, and the team wasn't expecting him to be in. 
Last thing, if the Rangers get hot, they're certainly number two. We've got these refangled type schedules, but there's always a hangover. When the Rangers went to two straight World Series, they were up competing up against the Cowboys. Uh, they're a 500 team, but they're a playoff 500 team because we've got the expanded playoffs <laughs> this year. And, oh, by the way, they deserve to be in there, the second-place team in that division right now. And I don't know if the Astros are going to get it back together. Um, how big will a push will they get if they make it to the postseason again? Oh, they'll get a push. There is a built-in uh, fan base here. This is a good baseball town. Uh, you know, not just like I – mean, you know, we all think it's a football state, and it is. There's tons of great football here, but you know, there's a lot of good baseball here. Uh, youth level, I mean, everyone loves baseball. So I, I, they'll get a pretty good push. Um, and, and, you know, when you have eight teams of the, of the 15 make the postseason, I mean, you are going to get um, – you're going to get some teams in there that nobody expected that were going to be below 500 teams. And, and maybe the Rangers are that team. But the way they set this rotation up, and I know Kluber's not there anymore right now, at least not right now he's not. I, I would be very, very surprised if we see him again this year. But, I mean, they've got decent top-of-the-rotation starters. Not great, but they got depth. They've got four quality starters that could give you innings. Over the course of a year, that's pretty good. You get into a short series, we all know pitching kind of changes things. They're not a threat to win the World Series, certainly, but, I mean, they are, they, they're a team that, you know, if, if they made the playoffs, none of us would be surprised just based on the pitching that they have, the, the, the depth depths of starting pitching they have. Fair enough. And last thing, I know they didn't get a chance to play any games there. I don't know if they opened it up, uh, media tours and the like, but did you get a look at Globe Life Field? I got a couple of looks at it um, pre-finish. So, I mean, I got a look at it when it was just basically a uh, a pit of dirt. I got to look at it when they had some of the uh, some of the stadium up, but the, the, the field wasn't wasn't put in yet. So I did get a little look at it. It's 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 a wonderful stadium. Um, it's it's it plays much bigger than they expect. They did not expect it to be. I mean, this thing plays like Seattle. Now it, it is a enormous ballpark from um, the ability to hit home runs. I mean, it, that thing when that roof is closed, the ball. Dies. I mean, you've got to crush it to get it out of there, and that surprised them big time. They were they were not expecting this. Well, it will be fun when we get the fans in there, and they can actually uh, <laughs> complain about it. But say, hey, we got all the niceties in the world. If the ball is not flying out, it's not flying out. What are you can do? Got air conditioning. That was the key, right? They had to get air conditioning. Exactly right. RJ, great stuff. Appreciate you coming on board tonight. Thanks, Bud. We will certainly get you back on again. Anytime, Jody. Have a great weekend. R.J. Choppy from 105, the three, the fan down in Dallas, one of their uh, morning show hosts, giving us the lowdown on Big D. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 